Psychoneuroimmunology. There's a nice word for you. My name's Pam Burrows, People Booster. Here we are with the Shed the Stress Burnout Buster podcast. Hooray! It's been a little while since I recorded a podcast. I don't imagine that you've put everything on hold waiting for me to release a new one. But I do apologise if you were enjoying them and have noticed the gap. Let's talk about psychoneuroimmunology. It is the study of what's going on in your head and your heart affecting your body and most importantly your immune system. So what are you doing at the moment? How do you feel? Let's start by doing a little bit of letting go shall we? I want to do a little kind of snippety tastery box of my magic three that I use on my well-being workshops that I do for organizations. So what we're going to do to start with is we're going to do a little adrenal twist. So this involves putting your hands on your shoulders and ideally your elbow is level with your shoulders, which means that your upper arms are going straight out and then your hands are on your shoulders. So your elbows are bent. And then if you're on a twizzly chair, as I am, you need to wedge your feet in so you don't twizzle around. And we're going to twist left and right, but we're only going to twist from the waist upwards. So it's just the top half of your body. Bottom half of your body stays in the same place. And you twist to the left and breathe in and twist to the right and breathe out. So I'm just going to do that now. I hope you're working with me. If it's difficult for you to put your hands on your shoulders, if you've got some kind of neck or shoulder problem, then you can just place a hand across the body. So you've got your left hand on your right bicep and vice versa, So like you're giving yourself a hug and just twist. Because the important part is that twist. And basically, I'm just going to carry on here. I hope you will too. As we're doing this, we are bringing movement into the top of the waist, just above your bum at the back is where your adrenal glands are. And what we want to do is squeeze out, this is the non-scientific version, squeeze out any extra adrenaline that we might have brought into our body through feeling stressed, overwhelmed, exhausted, worried, any of those things, just busy. And so we're twisting left and right bringing that movement into the waist to squeeze those adrenal glands. So let's do it for five, four, three, two, one. Come to stillness, let your hands rest in your lap and with your eyes gently closed, just notice how you feel. (sighs) Oh, it's good to do that. I do it so many times a week in demonstration and each time I do, I think, well, I'm glad I joined in. It's always, always room for more twists. Now, sometimes you could choose to do that for three minutes, five minutes, 11 minutes. 11 minutes is a very popular length of time in Kundalini Yoga, which is where this is from, to really, really change your nervous system and uh, kind of reset. So do give that some thought to do it for even longer. If you want to, you can pause now and do it for a little longer right now. Okay, right. The second thing we're going to do is camel ride. So for this one, you just have your hands in your lap, 
push your chest forward. So you're trying to create a C shape. You push your chest forward. You're really trying to curve your spine in the opposite way to you when you're sitting at the computer or driving or concentrating in whatever way. So your shoulders are back, your chest is forward and you're trying to curve your whole spine. You breathe in in that position and then curl the opposite way. So make yourself into a little turtle. Tuck your head in and curve your spine as you breathe out. And then we'll repeat that. Breathing in, breathing out. Push your chest forward as you breathe in. Curve your back as you breathe out. Push your chest forward, breathe in. Curve your spine into a turtle and breathe out. And just find yourself a little rhythm. If you need to do it slower than I'm doing it, that's fine too. Just keep that movement going. If you're driving or doing something else whilst you're listening to this, then just do what you can. Maybe just some powerful breaths, stay concentrating, stay alert to what you need to be doing right now. But at the same time, give yourself some good breathing. Okay, then come to stillness and again, just sit for a moment and notice how that feels. Just being conscious of how these small changes, these physiological changes that we're creating actually make a difference. There's something really magical about causing a pause, just taking some time in between so that you can really allow your nervous system to recalibrate, just take some time to let those changes settle. Brilliant. Okay, and now my third and final magic three, my favourite thing that I get people to do probably more often than anything else is a little shake. So first off, flap your hands up and down as if you're a toddler who's just learnt to wave. And then bring your elbows in. So your elbows are going up and down. And then your shoulders are going up and down. Remember to breathe nice and long as you're doing this. And then start to flick your hands as if you're flicking water off. So you're now shaking them sideways. And again, start to bring in the elbows and the shoulders. So the whole arm is moving. And if you're able to right now, stand up and shake one foot and then the other foot and shake your bum and shake the whole body. And if you are comfortable right here, you can stay there. But if you're able to, take your hands above your head and really shake them. Shake your whole arm. Remember to keep moving the shoulders as well. Everything we're doing in these magic three moves is helping the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve, the longest cranial nerve, comes each side of the ears, down the neck, into the chest and on to the rest of the body to connect. And the vagus nerve, keep shaking, helps us to rest and digest. So when we get a lot of stiffness in the top part of our body, this can affect that ability of the vagus nerve to do what it needs to do. Right, we're going to do this for five more seconds. I want you to really go for it. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, bring your hands into your lap. Roll your shoulders back a couple of times and just sit. Eyes closed if it's safe to do so. <laughs> 
and just notice how you feel. It's the quickest way to change from frantic, adrenaline-fueled, can't think straight, feeling overwhelmed, not sure what to do next, not even tuned in to what you need in order to feel better, to change from that to ah, a sense of relief, a sense of having let go of that drama and just bringing yourself back into a calmer state. So you'll by now hopefully start to notice that your heart rate is now slowing down, returning to its normal pace and you're breathing likewise. We just notice how you feel, what's changed in terms of your ability to think, the way that you feel emotionally, tuning in and noticing. I really hope that you joined in with that because for me, the physiology that we can have an impact on, you know, we for years and years I've studied psychology in so many different ways and now realizing that if all you do is address how you're thinking you're missing a massive trick because you can change the way you feel with your physiology so sitting down wondering why you feel so sad just get up and walk move march on the spot if you can't actually leave the room or the weather's foul or whatever it might be do something, take action. Whether you're fearful, anxious, depressed, confused, demotivated, whatever it is, action is the enemy of all of those things. You can just, you know, it'll just pop that balloon and help you to change the chemicals in your body. So if you're full of adrenaline with anxiety, uh, or you're lacking in dopamine and serotonin, the uh, feeling of uh, feeling a little bit brighter, movement may well be a really helpful thing. And have a look for Kundalini Yoga. It starts with a K, K-U-N-D. Um, Kundalini Yoga is very, very good for changing the way you feel. My Kundalini Yoga teacher, Emily, um, who is exceedingly talented, has also worked in war zones for the Red Cross and she now works with people with trauma and using some of these techniques with them. And it is absolutely incredible the difference it can make. So don't underestimate a little bit of movement. Kind of trick yourself into it. Just start trying it before you let yourself talk yourself out of it. Just have a little bit of a movement, a little bit of a shake. And uh, you've probably heard me say this before. My favorite, favorite way to do this is go on YouTube, find Taylor Swift, shake it off. It's even got the lyrics on it if you choose the right one. And do three, three minutes, whatever it is, the length of the song, on your feet, shaking, dancing, jumping up and down, wave your arms in the air. It really will, in just those few minutes, completely change how you feel. Don't underestimate it. Give it a go. You can choose whatever tune you like. You don't have to choose the same one as me. Okay, so let's come back to our subject for this particular podcast, which is psychoneuroimmunology, which is how you feel affecting your immune system. So I'm speaking here as somebody who is feeling fine after two weeks, two weeks, 14 whole days of feeling rotten with a cold. So I took the COVID test and thankfully it was not COVID. It was 
in inverted commas, just a cold. Annie, my partner, has now got it. She's coughing like a flipping sailor on capstan full strength, if you're old enough to know what those cigarettes are. And it's been a really grim cold. And apparently it's because we have not been out and about catching little bits of this and bits of that to keep our immune systems um, kind of ready for action. And so people are really being laid low by colds that, that have them in bed for quite a few days. So I hope that you are taking good care of yourself right now. And one of the things that you can, one of the ways in which you can do that is to think about your psychology. So how are you thinking? How are you feeling? What are you doing that is lifting your mood at the moment? Are you singing? Are you dancing? Are you stretching? Are you doing yoga? Are you meeting with friends? Are you chatting on the phone? Are you writing in your journal? Are you reading books? Are you listening to books? Are you taking a walk in nature? What are you doing that lifts your spirits right now? And whatever it is, well done, gold star. And what else can you do? How could you do more of that? Because the more you lift your spirits, the more you are empowering your immune system, your nervous system really kind of orchestrates your immune system. So if your nervous system is full of adrenaline and full of stress, then that's going to affect your immune system. So what can you do to mean that your nervous system is a happy little skipping child through a flower meadow and then your immune system will be along for the ride? So we need more serotonin. Serotonin is something that we generate when we feel a sense of success. So start noticing what's gone well. Think about at the start of the day, what am I bringing to the world today? What is it that, that I will be able to, to share with the world, even if that's just your ability to get out of bed and get dressed or get out of bed and stay in your pyjamas and watch TV? But you're going to do that thing with with all of your might, with all of your all of your skills and um, a commitment to it. So serotonin comes from um, that that sense of agency that you are somebody and that you've got something to bring to the world, which you have. So start the day acknowledging who you are, what you're bringing, and end the day with a celebration of what you've done. A for acknowledge from my care model of well-being. Think about what went well. It's easy to think about what you didn't get finished, especially if you've written a to-do list, which was never humanly possible and didn't take into account all the things other people were going to tell you unexpectedly and the crises that you were going to have to jump into. Think about what is it that's gone well today even if it's little things, especially if it's little things, because there's always more of those. And if you want to, you can have a little journal at the side of the bed, a proper pen and paper, not a tablet or a phone, no screens at bedtime, a pen and paper on which you write down what went well today. That will give you a burst of serotonin. That will help you to switch off the adrenaline. That will help you to sleep better. The other thing is dopamine, which reduces the stress hormones and gives us a little lift. Dopamine is what happens when we have something to look forward to. So even if it's something like something simple, like a phone call with a friend that you're going to put into the diary 
in the next few days. What is it you can look forward to? It doesn't have to be something expensive or huge. It could just be something that makes you feel good. What can you have planned, have an intention to do that will then give you a feeling of dopamine? And then finally, the other feel-good chemical that is known as the love drug is oxytocin. How can you get more oxytocin in your life? Well, we get that from connections, helping other people, being helped by other people and thanking them for that. Hugs, connections, laughter, love. Oxytocin happens when we stroke pets and pets get some too. How fab is that? Oxytocin is something which calms our spirits and makes us feel that we are okay in the world. You can even get it from hugging a cushion because the brain doesn't distinguish between a real hug and a pretend hug with yourself. You will still get a little burst of oxytocin. So don't underestimate the power of pretending because the brain can be easily tricked into thinking that you are having a hug with, I don't know, your favourite film star, or that you're lying on a beach soaking up the sun. So have a look at my YouTube channel, Pamburo's People Booster on YouTube, because there are plenty of things there where you can pretend that you're lying on the beach or uh, relaxing for bedtime, lots of things to help you on there. And I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast, thinking about your psychoneuroimmunology just have a think about it. Smiling is going to help you to fight off that cold. What could be better than that? Okay, I'll catch you next time. And in the meantime, take care of your very precious self.